To climate change now, and the EU's climate service says humanity has experienced its first year of living at temperatures most countries have been trying to avoid. It's been a long, hot summer in New Zealand with temperatures soaring, and climatologists say the 2024-2024 may break even more records worldwide. Even so, the good news is that steps to reduce carbon have not been in vain. Climate correspondent Eloise Gibson reports. 2023 brought New Zealand's second hottest average temperatures, rounding out an unwelcome trifecta of the last three years being the hottest three on record. But NIWA forecaster Tristan Myers fears the records are starting to seem normal. He was woken at 4am last week to give an emergency forecast for battling a wildfire, the kind of event projected to rise. You could have some days in the Canterbury region maybe reaching you know, the high 30s or 40s. Maybe you see a weak spell of something like that. And then all of a sudden you see a very, very heavy rainfall event following it, right? These are just overlapping extremes on top of each other and they magnify the impact. Mr Myers says last year was exceptional, but in 10 years it'll be normal. Climatologists say we'll be at last year's levels permanently in the 2030s. There is an up and down trend when it comes to these rising temperatures on Earth. You can see that, you know, it's floating around. But if you were to smooth it all out and take, you know, an average of 10, 20, 30 years at a time, what you see is a a line that goes up and to the right. Climate scientist Nathaniel Melia says last year was a bounce back after three years of suppression. We had COVID, which took um, a bit of a lump out of emissions. And then we had La Nina three years in a row, which is pretty rare. So that also puts a big suppression on temperatures. But our background CO2 emissions, that's still increasing up. So what we've done is we've kind of compressed this spring. He says ironically, cleaning up deadly air pollution also temporarily increases temperatures because the pollutants act as mirrors reflecting some of the sun's heat. It's not average temperatures that cause problems, it's what they do to the extremes. Globally, major temperature records agree the world was around 1.5 degrees hotter last year than before the boom in the use of fossil fuels. Tristan Myers says it's not like taking a gentle 21 degree day and turning it up to 22.5. What we're really measuring is the amount of energy and heat that's stuck in the atmosphere. We're, think about the oceans, right? The oceans are enormous and we're heating up the oceans. Where's that heat going? It's going everywhere. And it's causing a lot of things to destabilise. Although the 1.5 degree threshold is important politically under the Paris Agreement, Nathaniel Melia says the reality is that every fraction of a degree matters. He says impacts don't rise on a tidy scale. You look back to what life was like at one degree, and then you look at life now, but you look at the amount of extreme events, just extreme weather events, are constantly in the news, and that is and that is what we we're, we're due to get. He says the problem is the sheer amount of energy being added. Things like tropical cyclones, they are the atmosphere's way or the climate system's way of redistributing that energy. And the more energy you're giving to the atmosphere, the more it has to do these sorts of odd behaviours and damaging behaviours. Both men agree that with an El Nino system influencing, fossil fuels could boost us to another record-breaking year. Yeah, look, it doesn't bode well for what we're going to be measuring at the end of this year um, if, if history is a guide to what we can see. But there's some good news. Nathaniel Melia says countries' carbon-cutting actions have made the old, direst prediction of up to four degrees of warming extremely unlikely. He says where temperatures do stop is a matter for politicians. 
And that is climate correspondent Eloise Gibson with that report.